0: Happy New Year from Igor Dijinovic from HDHead.com. I'm very excited to show you Motion Parallax plugin for Avid DS that I built, which uh, addresses certain deficiencies in Avid DS compositing environment. Uh, Namely, a lot of people complain about uh, uh, DS not having a 3D compositing environment, which is not entirely true. There are tools, there are basic building blocks within Avid DS toolset that you can use to create a 3D environment. Uh, motion parallax is not, well, this particular plugin that I built is not really a full 3D environment where you can take the camera and spin around an object, but it gives you enough of a spatial illusion that you can use it to achieve different goals. Uh, just to clarify what motion parallax is, uh, it's a technique commonly used in uh, cell animation where you have multiple layers stacked, and uh, in order to convey a sense of depth, the layers that are closer to the camera move at a higher rate of speed than the layers in the back. Uh, This is also used quite a bit in video games. So, let's step inside of this composite. I'm going to... we'll get into this a little bit later but uh, I'm just going to double click for now on um, this motion parallax plugin and lock it so this properties box stays where it is. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to change global opacity to about 50% so we can see uh, these multiple rectangles stacked on top of each other. The controls we have are camera pan, camera tilt, camera dolly, camera rotate, depth spread, perspective, global opacity and orthographic on off switch and we'll go through each one of those. Camera pan, pans the camera left and right, very simple. And you can see what I was saying about the uh, sense of depth, the illusion of space created by this effect. Camera tilt, tilts the camera up and down, camera dolly moves the camera along the z-axis, pull back, camera rotate, rotates the camera, depth spread spreads the layers like an accordion. The value of zero will collapse all the layers in one plane and then uh, by increasing the value we're spreading them in depth. Perspective is, uh, you can think of perspective as uh, focal length on a camera, The uh, higher number will we'll look more like a telephoto lens and a lower number will look more like a, like a wide angle lens. You can see as we're panning the camera left and right there's a um, this perspective distortion which we can turn off by sliding this value to zero orthographic on off back to zero so now the, uh, the layers are rendered in, in orthographic uh, projection. So there's no suggested perspective. But if you want to switch it back on, push the value to any number above 0. Uh, this slider should really be 0 and 1. Uh, but at this stage of development, Avidia's property builder does not allow integers. So uh, unfortunately, we have all these values in between that really mean nothing. It's, it's, uh, it's either 0 or 0.01 that uh, it turns orthographic on and off. OK, so let's learn how to use motion parallax by building a very simple composite using three or four layers. We'll take the ski trail clip, drop it on the timeline, click here to create our composite container clip. We're inside of our compositing tree right now. Then I'm going to add a couple more clips into the tree here. We have skis and ladies, and each one of these that is skis and ladies has alpha channel. Now I'm going to click anywhere within the compositing tree, right mouse click that is, go to add effect, and load Motion Parallax plugin that you have saved from, downloaded and saved from HDhead.com uh, You can Once you download the, the preset you can save it anywhere where you keep your custom presets. So we'll select it, okay, load it. It says press zero to use the effect. What happens when we press zero? The preset unfolds and we'll get in a minute what all these uh, nodes down here do. Uh, first thing I'm going to connect is output of the motion parallax to the output node and right now it's feeding black because nothing's connected into motion parallax but we'll solve it really quickly by connecting ski trail into layer 1, skis into layer 2 and ladies into layer 3. The default value for global opacity in motion parallax is 50% so we can see how the layers stack and line them up easily. But you can change it by double clicking motion parallax. I suggest you lock it down so it doesn't go away when as you're, as you're moving uh, and clicking on these other nodes. Uh, so global opacity is at 50. Let's put it to 100%. And already at this point, if you pan and tilt, you can get a sense of space. You can dolly, get closer to these. Now, you can manipulate each one of these layers separately as well. And that's what these transform DV nodes are for. The bottom one corresponds to the first layer, and that is our ski trail background. And I'm going to blow this up to about 400%. You can, oh, maybe that was too much. Let's try 300%. You can not only enlarge it, but you can also position it, put it anywhere you want. The second transform corresponds to the skis. I'll put the skis there. And the third one corresponds to the ladies and uh, I will enlarge, maybe that's too much, go to 150%. This is not going to be a pretty composite. We're just demonstrating how motion parallax works. So, we can close this and uh, we can pan, we can tilt, but you don't want to over tilt, can dolly, can rotate the camera, You can spread the layers in depth, which is not as apparent now as when we had those boxes. It was, it was easier to see what's going on. You can change perspective, change the opacity, and uh, use orthographic or perspective rendering. At any time you can also manipulate each layer separate from the 3D compositing context. How do we make, a, make an animation? Very simple. I'll go back to the beginning. Let's keyframe uh, camera pan, tilt, camera dolly. And I'm also going to turn on auto keyframing. And that's here at the first keyframe. Advance the playhead to a couple of seconds down the timeline. We'll dolly back a little. Pan and tilt. And that's our little animation. I'm using still images in this tutorial but that's just for the sake of simplicity. You can use live video as well. Here's one live clip. It's a um, it's computer generated but it's, uh, it's animated. Uh, a simple trail with an alpha channel. So we will feed that into layer 4 which is the next available layer. And as you may have noticed uh, the motion parallax goes up to six layers. And here's the uh, live video clip on top of everything. Let's do a quick little animation again. Uh, We'll turn auto keyframing on, move to the beginning. I will place a keyframe here, move a few seconds down. Place another keyframe there. Let's see what this looks like. Of course, it takes a lot more to build a nice looking composite than just throwing stuff on top. There's one more input on Motion Parallax plugin down here called Locked Background. This input is reserved for a background that's not affected by our camera motion. So I'm gonna right mouse click here, go add effect, uh, go to source generators, pick up uh, maybe granite, just anything really, and uh, let's see what that looks like. Okay, perfect. So we'll feed that into Locked Background. Double click on Motion Parallax, get the user interface up. As you can see, the locked background doesn't move, it just stays there. It's a quick and easy way to put some kind of a graphic background that you don't want affected by your 3D manipulation. However, if you disconnect this background and look at the alpha channel of your uh, Motion Parallax output, it will cut the hole so you can, you know, instead of using a background here, you can also feed the output of this whole unit to something else and do your final compositing later downstream. Here comes a very important part of this. If I click on expand button another window opens up with the content of motion parallax preset. These are the DVs that do the actual work Uh, we don't have time to explain really what's going on over here but this composite node is a familiar DS composite node and inside you can change the over transfer modes to anything you want and that's really one of the strengths of this preset. So for example, instead of over operator on layer four, which is the um, the trail, I can change it to add and you, you can see immediately what's going on over here how that's affecting the final composite. let's just cycle randomly through several different uh, several different operators. Let's put everything in add. So now all the layers are adding together. By using different transfer modes at different times you can achieve a quite a range of different uh, looks. I'll close this, close that, and then another thing that you can do is uh, you can add any other standard DS presets. For example, let's go to image effects um, blur, and we'll put that on the ladies here. Uh, masking will enable alpha processing. Of course, you can animate all that, uh, achieve rack focus effect, and all kinds of stuff. Speaking of rack focus, here's a reminder of the rack focus preset. Uh, there's a tutorial here at avid.com uh, that talks about the custom rack focus preset that you can also download from. Uh, at hdhead.com when you go to download motion parallax. Uh, since motion parallax is a little more complicated to use, then rack focus also have a little manual for the preset. So um, good luck using it. I would love to see uh, examples of you, what you've done with it. I think it's quite good for uh, you know different kinds of graphic design work or uh, even some special effects. Good luck and let me know how it goes.